What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Matt Shim Experience. We're on episode 11 now, and I think that's pretty cool. We're in the one-one digits. <laughs> Today, what we're going to be talking about is the reward incentive bias, the psychological bias of the mind. All right, and if you followed Ty Lopez, read Charlie Munger's book *Poor Charlie's All the Mac*, you know you're going to know what I'm talking about here. Uh, and this is probably the most basic, fundamental bias that. Uh, the human mind has now again it's called the reward incentive bias and what it is is basically that human beings me myself and you yourself we are naturally inclined to do things that have sort of incentive behind it that we want we want some sort of reward if you've ever read Sigmund Freud some of you may some of you may not have I highly suggest you do because he great thinker of time. Sigmund Freud talks about this too. People liked their brains. They like to go towards some sort of pleasure and away from any sort of pain. Now this is very obvious. Let's just give a quick example. If you if you, I live in Canada, so it gets cold up here, all right? I don't see people going outside in the cold. Why is that? Because it hurts. So they put on coats. The incentive is to stay warm. So, you put on a coat to stay warm. Alternatively, you're in a car and it's cold and you don't want to be cold so you turn on the heat in i wonder if cars in the united states have heat i don't know that or warmer warmer uh uh areas of the world i wonder if they have heat in the cars the same way in canada that they do they must have air conditioning um but yeah we're very very like it's so basic this is just the fundamentals of really the human psyche and one thing that I would like to note on is in, in Charlie Munger's book, and if you don't know who Charlie Munger is, he's Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world. He's his business partner worth, I think, around 2 to $3 billion. Charlie Munger says in his book, very smart guy, very often he'll forget himself about the... Um, he'll forget himself about the... Uh, reward incentive bias. He'll forget how powerful the bias actually is. Um, and really, what we should take from this is just to remember. Oops, my mic cover just fell off. I'll just hold it on top like this. What we should be taking from the reward uh, incentive bias is is just that whenever we're speaking with others, appeal to their motives, not ours. Appeal to their interests. Benjamin Franklin's another guy. He talks about, he had a quote, something along the lines, if you want some, somebody to do something, appeal to their interests instead of your own. A great example would be, say you want to take a girl on a date. You want to take her to a movie, and let's say you guys are dating, and she wants to go to a, a rom-com, and you want to go to a different movie. You don't want to go see a rom-com. It's not in your incentive. It's not in your bias. Now, if you want to get the girl to do something else, appeal to her interests. What does she want? She wants to see a movie. She wants to have a good time. She wants to have a good laugh. Maybe instead of seeing a rom-com, you can get her to see a comedy, something that you may want to see. It may appeal to her interest and to her incentive of wanting to have a good laugh tonight. Maybe she wants to cry. All right. <laughs> That's a funny way. That's a funny sentence. She wants to cry. Maybe she wants to get sentimental. Is there another movie that might meet that need and help yourself out? Appeal to her interests. 
So basic. So often, guys, we go through life and we're trying to get people to do things or we're giving out suggestions, but we're not suggesting to do what the other, what that person wants to do. We got to use their incentives, use their interests. This is the basic, basic, basics, okay? And the reason why I believe that we might not... Um, appeal to other people's interests naturally is we might have there's another psychological bias we'll talk about it later say excessive self-regard we tend to be kind of narcissistic and thinking of ourselves first um so that could get in the way and maybe it's just from ignorance you know we just don't know but the main point to use the other people's incentives let me give you another example let's say you want somebody to buy your product Okay, what need are you fulfilling? What reward are you giving them? You'll see a lot of people talking about how uh, in the marketing world, you should talk about not the, the, the features of your project, but instead talk about the benefits. That is the reward incentive uh, bias being applied. The features, nobody cares about the features. It's like the old saying, nobody buys a drill, they buy a hole in the wall. All right, so in your life, guys, I give you a challenge. For the next 24 hours, track yourself. See if you are appealing to people's interests. Whenever you talk to somebody, try to talk to their interests. Try to do it at least three times today where otherwise you might have said something that might have been something that you want to do. Try to say something that they might want and try to get them to do it from, you know, look at the world from their point of view and then talk to their point of view too. Talk to them about getting it, getting whatever it is that they want and hopefully it's... Nothing unethical, guys. Don't be doing things that are unethical, though. Um, other than that, that's just the beginning part of this podcast. Uh, the other things, I'm going to talk about a few things. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hello. I hope you're doing good. <laughs> uh, but one thing I want you to notice, look at this studio. Uh, it's a little different. I'll show you. I'm in a very small... It's just I'm in the closet right now. <laughs> Uh, not in the homosexual way, in the literal way. I'm literally sitting in a closet. Uh, this is going to be my new studio. It's like a little... I've heard people talk about how they had offices inside closets where it's like the little... Uh, uh, what would you call it? It's like their, it's their office in a closet. Like a little broom closet. And they have on like a desk and a chair in there. I feel like the same way. Um, you can see the walls right here. And there's probably a good three feet to the right of me. And then the door is right there. Or you can see this little bit of siding right there. Um, and yeah, I'm going to start shooting a lot more. The reason why I haven't been posting. I think I could post three podcasts a day. All right, at 10 minutes to 15 minutes a pop. Maybe two. One to two at least. Um, but the reason why I haven't been is because I do live in a, uh, a home with roommates and I try to be somewhat conscious of their needs as well. And in my room, you can't see it, but underneath my door, there's probably a good inch of room, uh, for air to pass through, right? So when I'm talking, it's not very airtight and I wouldn't be surprised if they could hear everything that I'm saying normally. Right now, they're not home. So I guess I could be recording out in my room in the plain air. But I wanted to get a good use of the new closet. I'm going to have posters all over these walls, guys. They're going to be looking sexy, uh, of course. And then behind the camera, I'm going to have something to look at as well. Um, but the next thing that I generally talk about in my podcast is what have I learned? What am I learning? What is like continual, what continual growth am I having? Um, the biggest thing that I've learned recently is I watched... Three Alex Becker videos last night 
and they actually hit me in a little bit of a profound way, all right? And then I will say this, every principle at this point that I see from the success, you know, the successful people, 90, not, not 90, maybe like 90% of the principles that I read or read, I see, I hear, unless I'm reading some sort of academic book, I have already heard it before, and so have you probably. And today I'm not going to give you anything new, but Alex Becker, what he talked about in his video was basically that uh, if you and if you don't know who Alex Becker is, he's a millionaire entrepreneur. He has a couple different companies that are super successful. He talked about how he sold all of his possessions. As a millionaire, he owns nothing, uh, which is a lie. He uh, he obviously owns a computer. He owns a bed. He said he literally owns a computer, a bed, a desk, and I'm assuming whatever's on top of his desk. Why did he do that? He's a millionaire. He could have anything, not anything, but he could have almost anything in the world that he wants, but he chose to have nothing, to live a minimalistic life. Why did he do that? His reasoning, and this is uh, something that I've heard before from the Buddha, is basically all these materialistic desires that me, you, many people are pursuing, they're not worth it. <laughs> they didn't give him fulfillment. He said it was like, uh, it's almost like taking a drug. You know, you get a little bit of a high for a, a few moments and then afterwards, it's it's over. You know, the high is gone. Um, so what lessons we can take from this is basically, if you're pursuing a life right now and your main goal is just to make money, Alex Becker says, at first, this will give you fulfillment. At first, you will be good because other because beforehand, you probably have nothing. But if you do stuff with the sole aim of gaining income, and it's not for any sort of other kind of, let's say you, 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 you love sales, okay? And you love selling people. If you love selling people, that's different. But if you don't love selling people, and so let's say you're really good at sales and you, you, you keep doing it because you want to earn more and more and more, but then your expenses go higher and higher and higher. You're in a new kind of rat race. It's just a, a rat race at the $1 million level or whatever instead of the $10,000 level or whatever you're at before that. And uh, I would note it's probably better to be at the $1 million level rat race than the $10,000 level, but... It's like comparing a shitty apple with a shitty orange, you know, like you don't want to be in the rat race at all. Instead, what Alex Becker says is he sold all his stuff so he could become a, a better entrepreneur. He could he could under he could have a company that no longer had to have him on the balance sheet and. He could do what he wanted every day and not have to worry about paying all these other expenses and focus and not kind of lose his life to the materialistic desires. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about in this podcast is today I have my first guest. Actually, that's not true. I have maybe my third or fourth guest, but my first high, higher profile guest. Um, Josh Profits, he's coming on tonight. Hopefully, as long as he doesn't flake. If he does, no worries, my man. I get it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and that really got me thinking too. Oh, one more thing. Going back to what Alex Becker said about money and how, you know, um, 
if you pursue just money, it might not be the best for your life. It got me thinking about what am I pursuing in life, okay? Because moments ago, before this, uh, not moments ago, like yesterday, I was trying to make a social media agency and I think I could do it. However, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the best decision for myself. Reason being, um, I was doing it for the money. What I so that led me to a little bit of a deep thought last night, and this thought is not done yet. But then it got me thinking: What would I rather do if I could? If I, I had a thought experiment with myself. I I said if I was diagnosed with stage four cancer and I had you know one to two years left to live, how would I live my life? And I really like this thought experiment because it gives you a few different variables. The first is that you you can't just kind of say fuck it and do whatever, right? You have a year to two to live still. So that means basically that if you fuck up, if you like kind of fuck around too much in that first six months, you got another six months that you just lost, which would be half of the remainder of your life in this given scenario or a third or a quarter, <laughs> depending on how long you think. Um, and what I was thinking, what I would do is I would probably get in a car and drive around Canada, United States and just explore. But there's a problem with that. How do I earn income? How do I have enough money to pay for the gas, the car insurance, the the food that I'm going to need to eat? And then I thought, well, what else do I like to do? And I thought, well, I do like to learn. I love to learn. I have I'm I I I feel kind of cocky saying this, but I think I am a generally a curious person. I love I love reading, guys. I mean, I I could read 6 hours a day, I'd say, at least 6 to 8 hours a day. I'd I definitely I'd be okay with reading that much every day. Um and I like meet. I don't. I like meeting new people. I like to ask questions. I love asking questions. So what I thought was the podcast. This is what I'm gonna go all in on, boys. <laughs> I gotta get better. I can tell watching this podcast or just talking through this podcast that obviously my uh, vocal delivery isn't the best, but I'm going to. I'm gonna practice, and through succession, I will. And this is episode 11, more like episode 40 or 30 something, but this is episode 11 being tracked. Uh, and I'm going to see how, how, how do I fare, fare when I'm on episode 100? You know, that's when the real game gets to be played. And in between now and until episode 100, my goal is going to be to get as many guests on this podcast as I can. Now you might ask, okay, Matt, well, how are you going to get the guests on to your podcast? My plan? Instagram DM. I just watched a video by Gary Vaynerchuk. He released it to the, uh, yesterday. And it was basically saying that go into Instagram DM, provide value, then ask. All right. And you got to ask without expectation too. That's a big thing. You can't you can't be, you know, manipulating, manipulating people into trying to get them to do stuff. You have to kind of be genuine. So I'm going to do that. And hopefully we'll get a lot more guests. Anyways, guys. This podcast was pretty rough the whole way through. Although, if you liked it, leave it a like. I would really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to get better. And I hope you have a good day. <laughs> and if you want to be a guest on the podcast, send me an email at matchem, M-A-T-T-C-H-I-E-M, 01 at gmail.com. Have a good day, guys.